drewsteel.com that's the website if you want to watch we always appreciate that and subscribing to the podcast thank you so much for for doing that just type in drew steel into any of your favorite locations uh, it is not a good thing what is happening along the border this crisis continues we're so happy to be joined by dan stein he is uh, the president of uh, federation for american immigration reform our good friends there fairus.org is the website the one thing i always appreciate about uh, fair is that it's not only the take on what is happening when it comes to immigration, but answers to the questions that you might have. So always a great visit to the website. It's Drew Steele. How are you, sir? Yeah, how's Fort Myers? You know, uh, Fort Myers is uh, okay. Uh, it's, uh, it's a good place to be right now. Uh, not uh, the same thing I would say about, unfortunately, our southern border and what has been happening in this crisis that has been building uh, in ways that I don't think anybody imagined. I don't think anybody thought to themselves that we would see uh, upwards of 14,000 and more coming in every minute uh, camping out in Del Rio, Texas. I don't know that we would ever see anything like that, let alone the numbers that have been coming across. Are we quickly c approaching the, the million and a half plus mark as far as uh, people crossing our southern border? Is that where we are right now? Oh, yeah. We're, I mean, we're, we're likely to hit the two million mark before the end of the year, Drew. And, it's, uh, and of course, the optics are pretty uh, obvious when you look at what's happening down there right now, which, of course, is on the throes of everything that's happened earlier from people from Central America throughout most of 2021. And then, of course, you got the Afghan flow coming in. And even though a lot of the people who got on those planes uh, were people who helped the U.S., a lot of them were not. And they're people that the U.S. government doesn't even know who they are, right? Yeah. And, they, and, of course, they are going to want to bring their relatives in an increasing flow from Afghanistan. And, I mean, the list goes on and on. So, right. I mean, what you have is a president who, who, took, who, look, who took a look at Barack Obama's administration. And he said, well, he didn't get it right. Now, why was that? Well, because he enforced the law during the first part of his administration. And then he started to make some changes. So, you know, Biden came in and said, I'm just going to double down on everything that Obama would have liked to have done and was starting to do toward the end of his second term and accelerate it, which is what he did. He dismantled everything Trump did and did more than that, expanded the asylum definitions, let anybody who came in as a family unit get, quote, processed for asylum, which means you get a court date years down the line, which means the words go, word goes back that if you get to the country, make a phony asylum claim, you get in for years. And so naturally the flow is accelerated. They've stopped detaining aliens. They've done basically emasculated everything Congress has tried to put in place to deter illegal immigration. And they're wondering why it's accelerating. And it's not just Haiti. It's come, we're talking from Africa, from Asia, from other parts of Central America, South America. I mean, most of these folks who are on the, on the bridge in Del Rio right now, they're not directly from Haiti. They weren't there during the recent earthquake. They've been down in, in South America for the last 10 years. Yeah. So they have no, no basis whatsoever. Not only do they not have a basis for political asylum from Haiti, okay, they came throughout eight safe countries on the way up here where they could have made an asylum claim. So, I mean, we are becoming, asylum is becoming weaponized against the United States. But it's supposed to be a humanitarian program for extraordinary relief in very exceptional circumstances based on state action, okay, by foreign players, in order for people to work for positive political change back home where they need temporary protection, it's turned into a massive immigration program accelerating every day under the Biden administration. Right. You know, I would ask this question because uh, people have talked to me about uh, Title 42. Jen Psaki mentioned Title 42. 
this idea that uh, everybody's going back. They're all going back because of Title 42. But that's not really true, right? I mean, what what is the situation? Maybe you can explain what Title 42 is and what a federal judge has to say about that. Well, yeah, I mean, there, basically there are two problems you're dealing with here. One is that this administration lies, chronically, constantly lies, telling the American people they're flying Haitians back or they're using Title 42 to stop people from coming in. They, they stop some people from coming in, but not most. But what they're saying is that Title 42 is a provision in the health law of the federal code that the CDC can use when there's a pandemic, when they claim, anyway, the power to suspend admission of foreigners um, under this CDC guidance if it's likely to lead to the intrusion, incursion, intrusion, introduction of a, a contagious disease, okay? So the first problem is the administration lies in that most people are not being refused admission or uh, allowed to come in if they make asylum claims. Only certain single males are being denied. Secondly, there are federal courts that are now coming in in the same way they did during the, the Trump administration for the ACLU, which ought to be actually paying for the immigration disaster itself to create, find um, and do some forum shopping to find sympathetic federal judges who have now said, well, the CDC statute doesn't exactly say they have this broad power on immigration and it can't be delegated to them into DHS. And besides that, the, the, the fear of it being introduced into the country, okay, COVID, for example, is now overblown because you know what? COVID's already here, okay? <laughs> so there's no reason to worry about it being brought into the country since we already got it, okay? Wow. So this is what these federal judges are saying. You take away this Title 42 power that DHS has been exercised and, and, and then overlay that on top of the expanded asylum definitions and the backlogs in our court system, and you're talking about total anarchy, okay? Biden's out there eating ice cream, out on his bicycle. Obviously, this guy isn't paying any attention to what's going on. He's obviously not making the call to this administration. It's people like Omar and Presley and these other, you know, whack lunatics that we have in Congress, Nancy Pelosi, and they're already attacking the Border Patrol. Border Patrol, right. we're out there on horseback trying to actually discourage Haitians from coming back across the border. And they have these long reins that they use. And a couple of them were kind of swinging them around to keep them away from the horses. And now the new narrative is that the Border Patrol is out there with whips, right? But the whole optics and, the, you know, it's, it, it, you know what the problem in our society is, Drew? What's you that? open the newspaper up, you can tell them before the story breaks who is going to say what, right. okay? Thinking has disappeared. What we want is reflection, not reflexes. And all we get are reflexes. And now the left is trying to do this whole, oh, well, we let all the Central Americans in, so now Haiti has to come, all of Africa, and half the freaking world. Yeah, it's true. Uh, we've got Dan Stein joining us on Daybreak 92.5 Fox News. He's the president at Federation for American Immigration Reform. FairUS.org is the website. I encourage you to visit the website, of course, to find out more about all of these issues in detail. But again, answers to uh, the issues of immigration in this country. They are a fantastic uh, resource, and I recommend you go there. You know, um, DHS Secretary Mayorkas just continuing to, to say things that are laughable on its face, like... Uh, we are discouraging people, consistently discouraging uh, people from crossing our southern border illegally, which is hysterical considering that there's nobody there stopping them. It's not the same individuals who are making their way through all of these countries somehow being funded by somebody to get to this location. 
are not going to be told that they need to turn around. On the contrary, they're going to be on a, uh, a full steam ahead approach to the border. So this talk without action, words without deeds, continues. And I, I ask the question, I guess, the only way we are going to have a border, because I, I don't even think we have a southern border now if, if we are doing what we're doing, is to have people who are bold enough and, and honest enough to say, look, like the former president, I'll say it, that we need walls. We need to, we need to enforce our laws, and we need to have people along the border. What, what do you say? Well, I mean, I'll say two things. One is we're not – we're not, you said words, not deeds. The problem is we are getting the deeds, but the deeds are sending the wrong signal. Mayorkas will say, oh, the border's closed or whatever, but you look at what he does. He's a, he's a winning co-conspirator with these cartel operatives yeah. who know exactly what they're supposed to coach these folks to say to get into the country. And then secondly, obviously, you look at the situation with Del Rio and the Haitians gathering under this bridge. You can see why the wall was a very important component of a multilateral balanced enforcement strategy that included both interior enforcement, state and local cooperation, secure ID, uh, E-Verify, as well as, you know, proper border controls, deterrence, uh, sensors. And by the way, let me, can I, can I stop you? Can I stop you right there? Can can I stop you right there? Because I think this is a very, very important point, what uh, what Dan just said, and and understand exactly what he's saying, that the border is not the end-all, be-all. The left, uh, there there are individuals in this country that want you to believe that the wall is uh, in and of itself the only thing that anybody wants to talk about. And if there is no, uh, a wall in uh, alone isn't going to do anything because look at all the people that climb walls. But like Dan just described, it's part of a whole uh, process uh, that goes on, uh, a multi-level uh, process of different things that you do along the border. I think that's so critical, Dan, that people understand that, that the wall is not the end-all, be-all, but well, we, it's an important aspect to what is controlling our borders. You make an important point. Well, thank you. But, I mean, everything we learned after 9-11 about how the hijackers came in on student visas, overstayed, enrolled, and, you know, to learn how to fly but not land the plane even after they had an expired visa – told us there has to be both interagency cooperation at the federal level and also smooth interactions between state and local and federal. I mean, luckily, you've got a governor who knows what he's talking about, okay? He understands the importance of Florida's relationship with the feds and identifying and turning over to the feds people here illegally. But most, you know, the Democrats obviously have gone full on. They're not the same party, by the way, the Democrats, that they were even 25, 30 years ago. You hear the kind of stuff they're talking about. They want full on immigration anarchy. A big part of that is not having the states have any say in even working with the feds to help find or or identify or turn over or even screen for status before giving away our tax benefits. I like sanctuary. Make sure someone has the right to be in the country. Yes, sanctuary cities. And so... You wonder, how, how is it when you have a political party, the Democrats, that have set up a massive magnet to encourage, promote, reward illegal immigration, talk about mass amnesties, crammed into budget reconciliation bills on a party-line vote, and then you turn around and say, oh, well, we're serious about enforcing the law. How can my workers stand there? The guy ought to be impeached at this point, but how can he stand there and say, oh, we're doing everything we can to discourage illegal immigration while he simultaneously pushes Congress to pass a mass amnesty for everybody here since January of 2021? Yeah. I mean, the whole thing has gone so far beyond, beyond ridiculous. It isn't even we, we clearly have a statesmanship crisis in this country, a complete absence of credibility among our political leadership. I don't know. I just I mean, I've been at this issue for 40 years. I don't see where this country is going to come out of this tailspin from this lack of leadership. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, again, uh, something that 
you know, we are at a crossroads. And I, I, I was talking to somebody just the other day that was talking about how not only the bold actions of certain individuals, but uh, the the fact that we are polarized now more than ever because the issues are that meaningful. They are the end of the republic as we know it issues. These are not little trivial issues that we're uh, pushing up against each other with. These are these are uh, issues that will change the nation. And that's why we're at where we are as far as the polarization, but the pushing back. And it's important that we do that. And certainly to recognize what the answers are in this issue. And that's why we appreciate you so much. Uh, Dan uh, Stein joining us on Daybreak 92.5 Fox News, Federation for American Immigration Reform, fairus.org. Please, a great resource. Go to the website, uh, get the information on what is happening, and then, of course, answers to many of your questions. Uh, and uh, I appreciate a few minutes of your time, Dan. Thanks so much. My pleasure. Thank you. All right.